Good evening and welcome to this edition of Thinking Thursday, a time for us to think about our mental wellness. And remember, wellness is wellness. Mental wellness is just part of our life. You don't have to think about it as a separate entity. It's just who we are and what makes us healthy and whole. So we're here tonight. Now tonight, I'll let you know the topic right off. We're doing a continuation of last week because last week I could not hear, um, I couldn't see what you were writing. And there were so many comments I didn't get to that I want to really take the time and answer them tonight. If you've never been with us before, you don't know that we'd start with some relaxation breathing, a time to blow away the cares of the day and to be able to focus. So, for those who've been before, get ready. If you've never done it, let me quickly tell you. We're going to breathe in slowly to the count of four and breathe out even slower to the count of four. Breathing allows you to take more oxygen to your brain. It allows you to let your body, mind, and spirit calm down and relax. And it's something you can do throughout the day when you find yourself feeling a little stressed, a little angry, a little worried, a little sad. Any feelings that just aren't what you want them to be, you can take three or four deep breaths and it allows you to get oxygen to the brain and helps you think a little more clearly. So let's breathe in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four. One more big breath, in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four. Hopefully you've taken those few deep breaths and you've allowed your body, mind, and spirit to calm down and you're able to focus. Now let me start by saying, today I was hacked on Facebook. So if you got something crazy from me today, it was not me. I've heard some of the things that people received and if you know me, you know, duh, that was not me. If you don't know me, Trust me, it was not me. Uh, moving forward, we're going to be able to go from um, something that just says Thinking Thursday on Facebook. Um, and maybe we won't go through this page any longer. I am the hacking queen. I've been hacked in every part of my life. I had to change my email address and my Facebook um, in the last two days. So, wow. So remember, if you got something from me, it's not me. I wouldn't send that. I've heard some horrible things that people have gotten. I'm appalled. I don't even want to see them. So I don't need to check it out and say, oh, look and see, was it me? No, I'll take my word for it. It wasn't. Um, so I want to take a minute to talk about why Thinking Thursday. I started Thinking Thursday initially back in October as a way to put out information about good mental health. What is mental health? 
we often think, especially us in the African American community, when you say mental health, you've said something horrible. Um, we separate in Western society our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health. Well, they're all part of our health. And when one part is wrong, we're all wrong. If your mental health isn't right, it will impact your physical health. Let stress take over, and you will find that stress can negatively impact your health. If you have a spiritual, a sense of spirituality, let your sense, let your spiritual health be out of whack. You will find it will impact your mental health, and then that can impact your physical health. And it goes the other way around. When your physical health is out of whack, it may impact your phys spiritual health. It's just because it's all health. One impacts the other. So we are a whole being. So yes, let's think about our health. And let's, that's what we're here, about, here to talk about. Because health is health. And that's what we're here. Last week, we talked about the power of words. And it was such a going topic. And like I said, I didn't get to answer the questions. And some more came to me even after the fact. So I want to take the time to um, really delve into it again and answer some of those questions and hopefully more. So I am hoping that tonight I'm able to see everything that you write. So let's see. Test me out and let's make sure I can see it. Drop in a positive word right now. Say something positive to the other viewers. Something that you might be feeling today or just something good. If you are watching Put in a positive word, and I'll let you know if I see it. I am so hoping I can, um, and we'll see. So as you are thinking of your positive word to drop in, I want to remind you of hmm, just some things that were said. Ah, hi, Edwina. I see that first positive word is blessed. So... I'm blessed that it's working tonight and that I see everything. And I'm blessed to have your presence. Thanks, Edwina. So, I see it's working. Anyone else out there, send some positive words our way. Um, and let me remind you of how we started last week. I want to remind you just how powerful words are. It, growing up, it was sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I have always challenged that, and I say... Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will hurt you. Words are so powerful. I bet if you think back, you could think back to something someone said to you years ago, and it might bring up a negative feeling of anger, of sadness. Maybe someone told you what you couldn't do, weren't you, what you were not good enough to do, or just what was wrong with you. Huh, those things, those words hurt. Words don't go away. Um, I work with people who are physically abused, who are sexually abused, and who are emotionally abused. And one of the thing I can tell you about people who are emotionally abused, they have an even harder time because no one sees it. No one sees your scars. Your scars are inward. But they are just as hurt as someone who is physically ab abused. It is painful. It is hurtful. So 
words are so important. So let's just start off with some of those words we talked about. Stupid. Dumb. Ugly. Pretty. Hate. Useless. Love. Really? Ugh. Awesome. Wonderful. You are so fill in the blank. And that blank could be positive. That blank could be negative. We have another word, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Just a word that sounds, wow. And for the old heads, it's from Mary Poppins. It was a positive word. So we have all of these words that people say. Uh, I see another one. Keep walking in your thank you. Keep walking in your purpose. A message to me. And that's another positive word. So as we look at words, I wanted to address some of the things that were said last week. And one of the things that came up more than once was about encouraging yourself. You know, we can hear a lot of negative words, a lot of negative things that are put out there. And we have to learn to say positive things to ourselves about ourselves. One of the things that I encouraged you last week was to learn how to use affirmations. And again, I will tell you how I can send you some. I had some people request them last week and use them. I've gotten positive feedback. So let me uh, talk about affirmations again before we move forward. Affirmations are simply positive statements that you say to yourself. I always say sometimes you need to say something good to yourself because that might be the only good thing you hear that day. So I recommend waking up. Maybe you're just going to wake up and look in the mirror and say, Hello, beautiful. Are you going to tell yourself it's going to be a good day? Now, you don't know what's coming your way, but you're starting out that day saying today will be a good day. You're purposing to make it a good day. Well, I have a list of 31 affirmations, and these affirmations are numbered 1 to 31 because the most days you're going to have in a month is 31. So today is the ninth. You could simply start with number nine, and I recommend in the morning you find this poster and you read it. You read it out loud to yourself. It might be something like, I'm, I am wonderful. It might be, I am a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. There are 31 of them. I don't know them all by heart, and I create new ones all the time. If you would like to get a free list of affirmations, you can send me an email to blucas, that is B-L-U-C-A-S-L-P-C at gmail.com. You can also call 682-272-3949. That's how you can contact me. That's the same way you can contact me if you find yourself more stressed out than you think you need to be and you need to talk to a therapist or you're just in a life-changing mode and want to talk to a life coach. That's how you can contact me. So let's get to some of those things from last week. Someone talked about using the term king and queen. It says, I like king and queen, but I've had women tell me they don't like to be called queen. Now, what I wonder is if that is 
based on age. I think a lot of things, and I don't mean it as a bad thing. So my generation, you can call us queens any day, and we love it. Most people in my generation. And we'll refer to ourselves as a queen, our friends as queen. Being called a queen is a good thing. Uh, and referring to your man, a woman might refer to her man as, that's my king. Or their child, their son is their, that's her little king. Yeah, that's my king in the making. And your daughter is your queen in the making. So maybe it's generational. Now this is one I didn't get a chance, I really planned to ask some younger women what could be offensive um, about the word queen or king. If you know or you feel that way, drop it in there. Let me know. Put something in here and I will share it with others. But I And I say you started with that one because I think we do look at, um, generationally, words change. And what may be complimentary to one may be insulting to another based on age or just even locale. Maybe in the South, we say things one way, and in the North, they say it another, or see it another way, or feel differently about it. Um, so there are so many things that can connect with it and, and make language difficult. Um, hi, Claudia, I see you there, too. Hey, Loretta, you've got my name right. Thanks. So I see you out there. Um... Let's look at, and oh, Loretta says that maybe the king and queen for some people is a tie to the Muslim faith and for others they may feel that is problematic. Hadn't thought about that way. Uh, one has told me that it should be like the guy is trying too hard and it doesn't seem interesting. So when you call someone a queen, um, they're feeling like, oh, you're just working too hard. And again, that might have to has to do with um, age. I have a friend who, uh, when she became a grandmother, she didn't want to be the grandmother. She wanted to just be the queen. Um, so again, and she, you know, in your 50s and want to be the queen, not the grandmother. 40s, 50s. So I think that those are some interesting things I've heard. Um, I see that um, one someone shared was that one of her sons always greets her, A, beautiful, um, and she says she loves it. Uh, makes me know he's nice to women he sees. Because, you know, ladies, it is said, if you want to know how a man's going to treat you, see how he treats his mother. So she feels like, because he is telling her, A, beautiful, that um, that is going to rub off on how he treats others. And what I have to say about that, it's awesome to see a parent-child, a mother-son um, bond and relationship where you can say something nice about another person. Um, and it's okay. It's okay, parents, to stop and just say something nice or make it a habit. Hi, Kenetra, I see you there as well. Um, it's okay. Parents, stop and think. Well, I'll do it from the parent point of view and the child point of view. Parents, when your children were young, or if you have grown children, or if you have children who are young now, when's the last time you said something positive them just for the heck of it. When was the last time you told them, I love you? A lot of times we forget, well, they know I love them. Um, don't you want to hear those words every so often? 
And even if your response, my child, since he's not listening, I can tell you, when I tell him, I love you, or I'll just go, I-L-Y, what he's going to say, I know, Mom, but there is that little smile on his face that lets me know that, oh, yeah, he wants to hear it. So you share that with those you love. If you're the adult child of a parent, when was the last time you told your parent you love them? Those three simple words are very powerful. And when people hear them, they feel good. It's, it's something so simple. Um, something else that had come up. We started a little bit on the N-word. And again, that's one that looks at a generational difference. That word has a lot of power behind it. And as I said last week, one generation may feel like if we use that word, we take it back, we appropriate it, we make it ours. Others may say, "We don't need. I don't want it to be mine. I don't. It's nothing to take back. I need to give it back. It never was. Um, it never was meant to be good. I don't want it." And here's the thing: words can, as I said, the Bible says words can heal or words can, words can give life or words can kill. And sometimes even a discussion of a word, such as the N word, can cause so much dissension, so much confusion, so much anger that just talking about the N word sets people on edge. And I have heard numerous conversations where people are just angered by it on both sides. Well, that's just stupid. I don't know why you would say it's just a word and see yours is an E-R, mine's in an A-H, and it's a, it's a different word. Hmm. Not saying whether that's valid or invalid, but those are some, some things. What do you think about it? Type it in. Going back to just positive words, um, I see uh, Kenetra stating, Absolutely, it happens to me in the classroom as an educator, and I believe she's talking about using those positive words. Um, having worked in the public school system for quite a few years um, as a teacher and a counselor, I can tell you the power of words.